Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On Thursdays in the Orthodox Church, we remember and commemorate always the Holy Apostles, which is why, if you've ever wondered on Wednesday nights why there's always the theme of the Apostles, that's because Thursdays are dedicated to the Apostles. If you're here another evening, if we did Vespers on another evening, you would hear a different theme if it was just a weekday Vespers. We have today and tomorrow uh, commemorations that are connected to each other. That is the holy great martyr Demetrios, the myrrh streamer, or Mirovlites in Greek, like myrrh gusher. And we have the holy martyr Nestor, who was a disciple, a friend of St. Demetrius, and they were both killed by the Emperor Maximian. St. Demetrius was, as his life tells us, a second Paul. He had his own apostolic ministry, for he was uh, raised as a Christian. He was raised in the ranks of the army, and as it was the normal practice at the time, you take someone from the army and move them over because they know how to administer things, and you make them uh, a a governor, I was going to say general, but basically that they take care of things. Later, I think we realized military and things need to be a little bit separated there, but we're talking about the Roman Empire. And it was known that actually when he was sent to what we now know as Thessaloniki, that area, to govern, that he was, of course, to maintain peace, but he was to eradicate Christianity. So you can imagine, he's grown up a Christian, his parents were Christians, raised him to be a Christian, he was doing well in the army, had to keep his Christianity secret, And then he's given a great promotion, and now he's got a decision to make. Am I going to follow Christ and confess him, or am I going to have to uh, keep quiet? And not only just keep quiet, but like Paul before his, uh, the vision of our Lord coming to Paul, giving him a little wake-up call, am I going to have to persecute Christians? Well, St. Demetrius makes a good choice. He does not persecute Christians. In fact, he does the opposite. He uh, is called the second Paul of Thessaloniki because he goes and he evangelizes and converts many people, especially in the army, to Christianity. Maximian is out, the emperor, (coughs) waging war, as Roman emperors were wont to do, on the borders of their Uh, the empire to maintain peace and he's come back to Thessaloniki because he's got a great victory to celebrate he brings his army there's going to be many sacrifices in the temples to the gods there's going to be gladiatorial uh, events and we've got Christians on the menu right because we've got Christians around that we don't want Well, like Daniel of old, uh, Demetrius over time, especially in converting people, has gathered to himself a few enemies. 
And so they go and tell the emperor that the one, this chosen one that he specifically picked out to go and govern has been secretly, or rather not very secretly, converting people to Christianity. And lo and behold, he's actually a Christian himself. So Maximian is enraged, and he throws Demetrios into prison. While I mentioned the gladiatorial events going on, this was, we're all familiar, right, of early Christian martyrs in the arena. Uh, the Orthodox Church, uh, the first few centuries especially, and our calendar is full of the martyrdoms that come from the first few centuries, because what better way to join yourself to Christ but to witness to him even to the point of death? How much more could you conform yourself to the cross of Christ than to die for him? So the church remembered, kept the day specifically of a martyr's death. They would build altars where over the relics of the martyrs. This is where many churches, especially uh, in the Mediterranean, the roots go back to that's where the relics were stored, or that's even where the site of the death occurred. And we have uh, Maximian has his great warrior, his Goliath, Laos, who is a giant, a large man. Uh, one source I read says he was a vandal, another just said he was a German, so there's that. Uh, so, barbarian, right? Someone from without the empire, probably some kind of mercenary, big guy, likes to kill. He is going to be the one who's going to lead the festivities in the gladiatorial arena. Christians are going to die. Nestor appears on the scene, one of the converts of Demetrios, and he goes to Demetrios and he says, this is a little guy. So we've got Goliath and David here, right? We have some echo of Daniel with Demetrios, now we have an echo of David and Goliath with Nestor, and he goes to Demetrios and asks for a blessing to go take down the tyrant. <coughs> I'm trying, part of the reason I'm telling the story is because the hymnody has just got all of this stuff going on, and you're like, if you don't know the story, uh, it's really confusing, right? Killing somebody, Laos, I think the choir couldn't agree on who Laos was. Uh, yes, there's, there's many different spellings floating around in the text that I was looking at. So Nestor goes before this new Goliath, and Nestor shouts in the arena, for the god of Demetrios, and you can imagine what the outcome is, Goliath comes tumbling down. Laos lays dead. The arena erupts. Some are happy. The Christians in chains are thanking God that they don't have to die at the hands of this brute. And Maximian is enraged. His champion is dead. And not only that, but the champion was killed while referencing Christ. So, Nestor, when we commemorate uh, tomorrow, tonight, beginning tonight, uh, we call him Holy Martyr Nestor because Maximian takes him out and kills him. Because of the rage, because of what has happened, the chaos that Maximian sees from Demetrios, he orders a group of soldiers to go down 
into the prison where he is held in his cell, and without even a fighting chance like Nestor would have gotten, he is pierced with spears through the jail bars. So he is specifically, the hymnody in the story tells us, he is pierced in the side. So in his martyrdom, and the, uh, the hymnody makes great uh, echoes of this unity in martyrdom for Christ, he is also in his death wound, unified with Christ in his side wound. St. Demetrios, of course, is one of the great saints. When you see martyr Nestor, but then you see great martyr Demetrios, that's a sign. <laughs> Demetrios, just like the great martyr Pantaleon uh, and other great martyrs of the church, they have come into the mind and hearts of the church and are great intercessors. If you were to go out Long Island, you're wondering, okay, he just made a huge turn. We're on Long Island now. <laughs> <clears throat> Long Island, uh, and you are to look at the Greek Orthodox churches out of Long Island, you're going to see St. Nicholas, St. Demetrios, St. Demetrios, St. Demetrios, uh, some title for the Panagia that I can't even pronounce all the way, like Pantasa or something, the Mother of God, Panagia All Holy, uh, St. Demetrios, St. Demetrios, St. Demetrios. And you can tell that many of the Greeks who ended up on Long Island are all from northern Greece or from around Thessaloniki because Demetrios is one of those names that many young Greek boys are given because, I mean, like George, right? Who, who, who doesn't want to have this kind of a saint as a young boy to look up to? But St. Demetrios throughout, after the relics, uh, his uh, friend Lupus comes takes his garment soaked with blood in his ring, and later comes and gets his body and his relics. A church is built there, and he is known for centuries after that, especially when they discover that he flows myrrh that is miraculous, as it brings healing to those who come for, to him in faith, asking for his intercessions before God, and God, by his prayers, healing that he is a great defender of the city of Thessaloniki. That's why the hymn talks about a defender of the city. That when there was incursions, there's many stories, and not just from within the city, but from without, of those who are trying to attack or do something in the city of Thessaloniki, and they see and encounter St. Demetrios. Throughout the history of the church, as the Orthodox Church moved into the Slavic lands, uh, the great prince Vladimir took the name Demetrios and built a church to the great modern Demetrios. Demetrios becomes uh, one of uh, the great saints that is called upon for all sorts of situations. So, in coming into the church, or having been a long time in the church, there are certain saints that kind of have, as you probably recognize, territories. <laughs> Demetrios is city is Thessaloniki, you can tell like this is his place. For here, us here in America, we, we turn especially to St. Herman of Alaska as the saint of North America, like the forerunner, the one that we turn to, the one that we ask for his intercessions. If you're in San Francisco, you're in luck. You've got like three or four that you can call upon because of its proximity 
to Russia and the saints that lived there and died there. With the intercession of St. Demetrius and the martyr Nestor, let us, no matter what the cost may be, confess and witness to Christ, even if it means, especially when we come to a position of leadership or responsibilities that we do not forget who we are, that when great adversity comes to us, that we seek God's blessing, that we overcome the adversary that comes at us, especially the powers and principalities, the demonic, the evil that is around us, that seeks us that we may have these intercessions of these great warriors who stand before the throne of God and pray for us daily. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.